0: what's up atlanta sports fans i'm graham waldrop and alongside me as always is adam Kalal, and we are Atlanta Zone, two atlanta natives recapping the week that was in atlanta professional sports the wacky ass hijinks and analysis adam how's it going sir
1: Graham, it's going very well it's so nice to look at your face oh, again. yeah
0: it's been a long time
1: while we have this little uh, intro here we've got our our special social distancing circular table set up here right because uh, you know talking over the phone just wasn't working anymore it was messing with our mojo yeah Was men- messing with your mental health with all the editing that you had to do yes. so back in person this is very fair uh, I'm glad to be here and we have a special guest today as well, which right. is very exciting. This, Do you want to introduce the gentleman to my left? Yes,
0: and this is not going to be a normal show. This is going to be – we've gotten a lot of demands about how boring we've been over the last few weeks <laughs> in terms of just sort of regurgitating the same shit. Baseball sucks. NBA is going to happen at some point. Now we know NBA is going to happen in the end of July, and we're just going to keep talking about this forever. So we got a lot of uh, – a decent amount of praise about our, our history of Atlanta sports hockey yeah. episode.
1: That was a fun and one. And
0: so we thought, well, we know a guy who knows a thing or two about history, for Christ's sakes, so let's bring him on the show. And so we'd like to introduce our good friend, Jeff El Senor de DeLore. Welcome, sir.
2: What's up, Atlanta sports fans? <laughs> Thanks for having me on, guys. Even
0: looks like a radio DJ. He's got sunglasses on, Neil Young shirt so, on. It's great.
1: So good to see you. So this is a guy, uh, you also might know him, know him as Jeff Wardo. Uh, I believe. Uh, have you ever been on the show before here, Jeff Warner? No,
2: I've never been on a podcast actually. Man. So, it's uh, your debut. Yeah. Yeah. This is it. I mean, I listen to podcasts a lot. So it uh, should be fun. Everybody has to have one at this point. I mean, if you don't have a podcast or
0: appear on a podcast, you're kind of a loser. Yeah. <laughs> what the hell are you doing with your <laughs> right.
2: life otherwise? Yeah. Winning
1: today. Yes. Otherwise. Yeah. So yeah. Pretty, pretty glamorous, right?
2: Oh yeah. Very glamorous. Got the sunshine, but you know, this shade umbrella, some cold drinks. And uh, I even got some notes in front of me on Atlanta sports history, uh, specifically bringing the Braves and the Falcons to Atlanta.
0: Cool. So what makes you qualified first before we get started? What makes you <laughs> qualified to come in here and give us this uh, lesson about Atlanta sports history?
2: Well, okay. I'll start with, uh, hmm, I'll go the opposite direction and be like, what's so, what's, what could be skeptical about having me on here? And that's sure. that said, I'm not an Atlanta native. Nor am I even the most diehard Atlanta sports fan. However, I like the Braves. I like the Falcons. Sure. Um, but I, am, I do teach history. I teach U.S. history in uh, high school.
0: And that turned Adam on so much that he just took off his shirt. He took his shirt off. Yeah. yeah. Once, yeah. He, once he said history teacher, All Adam's like, God,
2: yeah. my nipples are getting hard. Okay. I got ex- to expose them.
1: First time nipples are out during the podcast. History, speaking of history. <laughs> yeah, yeah. History,
2: history in the making. <laughs> wow. This feels really special, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I like listening to you guys uh, and learning about Atlanta sports and you know, ready for baseball to come back. God, please, uh, for sure. So. Um, but yeah, I, uh, I did some research and I got some funny stuff um, along with some factual information for you. Excellent. Yeah.
0: So where shall we begin?
2: Well, shit. Just I, dive right I in. I there. Could, yeah, we just dive right throw in. Up, so. Throw
1: out some knowledge and uh, you know we'll. Uh, We'll talk about,
2: it. okay, cool, so I uh, dove into the history of the Braves franchise. I'm sure there's some stuff that you guys already know being the longest continually operating sports franchise in North America. I remember they that yes, I did I, I remember they put that on the wall
0: in, on Turner field as if that was some like historic accomplishment in terms of winning championships or something. It was just like, it ran across, like, the entire outfield wall at one year. It's like the longest continuously running sports franchise in American sports history or something. And it had all these different eras going, like, the Boston Bean Eaters and all that sort of shit.
2: And and I, I was
0: just like, I remember looking at this at Turner Field and just being like, what is this about? And I was like, oh, okay, great. I mean, that's cool and all, but do we really need to put that across the entire outfield wall? Or maybe it's just right field. I can't remember. But either way, I was just like, who gives a shit? But now I do do want to know about it. It's
1: something i in, Graham. It's not something to get all worked up. I've pride
0: in, you know, World Series (laughs) championships and National League championships. I'm not even going to say division titles anymore because I'm sick of those things. But I don't really does not Does that, like, stir your emotions up and make you want to, like, get out there and fuck the day or well, something?
2: Well, let's see if I can kind of help that. Okay. Little but, little I, but, I, but I want Adam to uh. answer that first. Does
0: that really get you that, that pumped up? It doesn't get and...
2: me that pumped up, but it doesn't get
1: me so upset, like, just a, a basic <sighs> fact that they've existed for a long time. That's fine. I'm not
0: talking about the fact. I'm talking about the way it's presented, Splice. as if that's something to be, like... Like you know, oh man, oh god. Well, I just take such pride in that. I'm going to take someone to Turner Field and say, "Hey, did you know that we're the longest continuously operating sports franchise in, well, in sports mean, history, or it, whatever it, it is?"
1: It takes some resources and skill to like operate a franchise continuously. You think you could run? A it's not about what I can team? do. I just don't think it needs to be put on the right field wall. Well. Why
0: don't you put something else on there, like accomplish? It's a, a hot start. Jack. Yeah, it is, it is. Okay, so I'm going to derail everything
2: this way. So just be yeah. prepared. You just want 1966 and on, which is one when... No, no, no.
0: I want you okay. to go as far back as you no, want. I, mean, on the I wall. want to learn more about this. <laughs> right all I'm saying is, that I don't want <laughs> yeah. to see it on my right field wall. Right, that's right, all. Right. I would like to know more about it. You prefer
1: like a peanut advertisement or something? Sure. ketchup. Yeah. Cracker Jacks. That, that makes you feel better about yourself. Uh, it then? doesn't
0: make me feel better about myself, but it, you know, or put put some accomplishment of like I don't know um even dan ugla's shitty hitting streak dan ugla 33 game hitting streak i mean i still want to like that on there but i prefer it over the longest continuously operating sports franchise because so much of that has nothing to do with where we are right now and even though a lot of accolades and banners and shit don't have a lot to do with the people on the field at the moment it just it just it's just like i just look at it and shrug i look at well yeah, at the time. Now I'm just pissed off about it, as you can tell. Yeah, but as a,
2: a, a listener of this podcast, I knew that you'd be skeptical, but damn, we haven't even <laughs> got to the first bullet point yet. That was just that was just like the header. Yeah, yeah. well yeah, 1871 is the year. Wow. Man, um, they were the Boston Red Stockings, uh, which is kind of cool. I mean, I grew up with Boston Red Sox and right. um, Listeners don't give a shit, but they were. Then they moved to Milwaukee, as I'm sure you know, and they were the only team um, that played at least one season that had. No losing seasons. They want had winning records every year when they were up there in Milwaukee. Yeah. No, I don't know. That. According to uh, I think that was a Wikipedia poll. So I tried to track some sources here, guys, be legit about it. But before we get out of Boston, though, so th- I had I found a fun fact on uh, Babe Ruth. Did you know he was once a uh, player for this organization, for yes. organization? You knew that. Okay. Um, what do you know about that? Do you, you I know he was in Boston. End of his career, kind of right.
0: He was in Boston. And then he got traded to the Yankees, right? And then that caused everyone in Boston to think of the whole Bam curse of the Bambino. Ah, yes. Sort of okay, thing. so I'm a,
2: I oh, was so even going So he was a Boston there. Brave. No, so he was a Boston. He's Boston Red Sox. Right. Right. And then the Yankees. And then yeah. after that, which I didn't, I never knew this. He actually finished his career with the Braves.
1: Oh, so we got him when he was an old piece of shit.
2: Old piece of shit, and this—it's a really funny story. The more I kept looking into it, so when he got traded, it came with the assumption or the the guarantee that he'd be the vice president. Of, of the Milwaukee Braves, yeah, wow.
1: Of the longest continuum. and really the assistant manager franchise. yeah.
2: So he was assistant manager. He was supposedly vice president, I, probably more of a title than actually doing anything. Mm-hmm. Um, trying to make headlines, I'm sure. And apparently, he could hit still uh, very well, but his fielding was so bad that the 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 rest of his teammates like threatened to strike and not play if they if they're going to put him in the field anymore. Lord. Like, it was that bad. He couldn't field for shit. What position did Babe Ruth play? Was he an outfielder? Dude, I, I can't remember. I think so. That's that right. They probably threw him all over like, Well, I know he something. pitched. That'd be something to look do, at. Do you know yeah, how he pitched early on?
1: Do you know how old Babe Ruth was at the end of his career? Because you know, like back then, like a guy looks like he's like fifty, but he's really like <laughs> twenty-seven and just takes terrible care of himself.
2: Right. Drinking whiskey, eating eating ten hot dogs at a time. During the game, this guy, yeah. yeah. But the real reason I wanted to, to even bring that up is just is Yeah, he played outfield. He played outfield, yeah. okay. Yeah, and it was apparently probably couldn't move, couldn't I dunno. But he could still hit and he actually hit um Jesus. Okay, my pages are blowing in the wind. So <laughs> get this. He hits his last three home runs in one game. May 25th, 1935, and then six days later retires. He was just that That's done. Wild. But he was still he was still smashing the ball. Three home runs in one game. So, he was 714. But anyway, we can get. Uh, let's let's move ahead. You're right. That was kind of a backstory. Um, let's move ahead to when they're actually moving from Milwaukee to Atlanta. Right. So Hank Aaron already a huge star up there. Warren Spahn. Uh-huh. I believe that was his. They order.
0: won one World Series in Milwaukee, I believe, too. The Milwaukee Braves. Hell yeah. No. Do you yeah, know that'd be who something
1: the manager yeah. was? I don't. I okay. you. Yeah. No. I know that we have three World Series. I believe one in Boston, one in Milwaukee, and obviously so one So when in
0: we land. move to, like, Guadalajara in 2047, excuse me, we'll win a World Series down there, too. But yeah, that tracks. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, just keep it keep
2: it moving. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, so, so we're, we're in Atlanta, right? So, okay. I got... Um, this guy, William Bartholomew is an insurance executive based out of Chicago <laughs> and I bring up his name, not just for factual purposes, but That's William, name. William Bartholomew, if you shorten it, that is Bill Bart, which is hilarious. Ooh. Good name. Big um, Bill Bart. Big Bill Bart. Um, he was the one who just was uh, trying to get him out of Milwaukee as soon as he bought, uh, you know, the franchise. He wanted a more, a better TV market. Okay. Yes. Meanwhile, Atlanta was going through a lot of changes. This is right like mid-60s, even early 60s. They're trying to push um, getting pro sports here, uh, just to revamp the city a little bit. Sure. Trying to put this in historical context with the civil rights movement. Like, Birmingham was was really fucking up and, like, hosing people, you know, for protests and all that. Atlanta decided to go kind of a different route under this, uh, the mayor of Atlanta, Ivan Allen Jr.
0: Wasn't Birmingham, Alabama in consideration for getting the Braves probably yeah yeah. I, I remember hearing stories about that like they picked Atlanta over or Birmingham either no sorry this had nothing to do with Atlanta sports this is the <laughs> airport it was Hartsfield Jackson that originally was going to be built okay. in Birmingham well that kind goes reason, along
2: got, with it because yeah. in, in reading about this um, decisions that were made around that time kind of could have swayed Birmingham to be more of the business center of the South or Atlanta and kind of the decisions as Adam as we were preparing for this podcast minimal preparation and as the three of us you know mostly we just sit around we and, had
1: a conversation yeah
2: we had a conversation you're like you told me you're like Ivan Allen Jr. is the guy you're going to want to look up so I yeah. did plenty of research on him and he was a big reason why um, Atlanta got both the Falcons and the Braves and then you know most likely the Hawks I mean once shit got rolling um but yeah I mean, he pushed to have the
1: stadium build Atlanta Fulton County Stadium I yes. mean, not to mention pushing the city through civil civil rights era and um that's right Leading them, he, he was a very significant uh, person. In the they lineup. even
0: named a street after him.
1: Yes, they, they did. sure did. Yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> I believe it's down by the. the yeah, it's it's down in Stumptown. Yeah, so yeah. he actually ran um, in '61 to be mayor and kind of campaigned on bringing on putting a stadium in place and like making it more of a business center. And to do that, um, he, he kind of tied in the the segregation thing of like trying to make it more of a business central place and deseg uh yeah desegregating, making it more of a heavy, like a, just a better environment for everybody. I keep drifting back and forth in this microphone, sorry. Um, so, that was, there was a lot of public support, but they actually didn't have a lot of like, money to get it going. So the, the phrase that I saw at several sites is, um, they built a, a new stadium on land they didn't own with money they didn't have for a team that they hadn't signed yet. Wow. So this is before they even, get, they didn't know it was going to be the Braves. They actually were courting the Kansas City A's before they moved to Oakland. Okay. Consistent. Right, so they, that's who they, they actually had a deal locked up with them, and then the American League wouldn't let the A's transfer to the National League, as according to my research. <laughs> <laughs> so basically they took a field of dreams approach.
1: Build it and they will come. Yes, yeah, that's exactly. That's what a they ballsy.
0: Did. I mean, that that's risking everything. Yeah. Imagine if no team came. All the money and resources that went into building the stadium right. and all that. 18
2: shit.
0: million is what I found. Okay, so yeah, like inflate <laughs> that to today's standards, and God knows how much money. Yeah. Was. Do you know what
1: the inflation rate is? No,
0: great? but I imagine it's, it's probably triple, quadrupled quintupled, mm-hmm. somewhere in that range. It was. That's a significant investment. I think Atlanta right. would have been fucked forever. Potentially.
1: Well, that seems like a bit of a reach. Well, I
0: mean, fun. Yeah, but we were I mean, in Birmingham.
1: Would you no, want to be gamble. Birmingham?
0: No rates. offense to, all due deference to Birmingham, but I'd rather you know be Atlanta now.
1: <laughs> well, Atlanta was just like a lot more progressive back then, which I think is kind of where you're going. That's why Atlanta became like the booming city in the South, where Birmingham. I don't know what the hell they do down there. But they weren't as open-minded as a and Ivan Allen Jr. And that's why we got all these professional sports teams. and That's right. That's why we grew and they right.
2: did not. $18 million. They Actually, it's worth noting in 63 when they started to build it, they basically took out a whole neighborhood.
1: If you think about
2: it, of course, that makes sense. It's pretty Some, close to downtown, right? There's probably lots of houses there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Summer, Summer Hill area. Yeah, it was actually called Washington-Rawson neighborhood. Yeah, right next to Summer Hill. Right, just south of what's the you know, capital...
1: Yeah, it yeah, sucks. I, I mean that. that's kinda how it happens still to this day. Anytime uh-huh. they build something new, they're pushing people, people are, out of their homes. Well think about right.
0: Mercedes Benz Stadium, right? Destroyed the church that was down there, yep. cleared out some houses. Right. So yeah, it's just unfortunately a part of the stadium building game. Now
1: it's just sitting there and doing nothing.
0: The Mercedes Benz. Yeah. It's, bit, it's the most worthless investment Arthur Blanks ever made. <laughs>
2: Atlanta's ruined. Atlanta you
0: know, is totally ruined. Thanks, Arthur.
2: Just kidding. I'm gonna have to implode that one too. Yeah. <laughs> Damn it. Blow up the Death Star. No, so it is worth noting that the, you know there's drawbacks, and I'm sure Ivan Allen Jr. wasn't perfect, but he has a cool record. I mean, going off of the sports thing for a second, um, let's see. I got a lot of this information from Atlanta History Museum, so. Uh, he was, uh, in 47, getting back to 47, he was head of the Atlanta's Community Chess. It's like a charitable giving uh, organization, right? And he was the first white man asked to attend the Black Division's kickoff dinner, which I guess was a big deal. So he already has, like, trust in that community, right? '60, 1960s, he's uh, elected to be the president of the Chamber of Commerce, and he kind of leads this um, initiative called Forward Atlanta, which is kind of circling back on that thing, like, Atlanta's taken a much different approach, seemingly than uh, Birmingham. Mm-hmm.
1: Right? Yeah, the thing I love about Ivan Allen
2: Jr. is he, like, he grew up, you know,
1: like, he came from a lot of money, lived in Buckhead in some m- massive mansion, had servants growing up, right? The whole shebang, and like he started off his in his younger days with segre- segregationist <laughs> ideals still at that yeah. point in his life, uh-huh. but he evolved. And like became the mayor who, I mean, he starts that foundation you're talking about. He pushes yeah. us through civil rights. Like the first his first day in office, uh, he desegregated City Hall that was still like had separate bathrooms, drinking fountains, all of that at the time. Right. So like just the fact that he was allowed to evolve as a person and like realize his thinking in the past was wrong and think differently nowadays, like now... Like all of his shit would be on Twitter, yeah. And you'd be like, "But Mr. Allen, I understand that you just desegregated City Hall, but 20 years ago you said this and that." So.
2: (laughs) What a good point. People can change. Yeah, Yeah,
1: exactly. Exactly. Do you know what was and that that should be praised.
0: Yeah. Do you know what the catalyst was for his his change in thinking?
1: Um, I, I don't exactly know. Mm -hmm. I I mean, I I just think as he grew up and like hanging out with all these, not hanging out, but doing business (laughs) with all the um, prominent black families of Atlanta um, that are here because of the historical black colleges. I think that was another huge thing for Atlanta as far as us progressing. Is um, So, I, yeah, I mean, I think it's I don't know exactly, no, but that's my...
2: That's your hunch. Thought. Sure. Yeah. Regardless, it's cool. I was just curious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, just to finish up about Ivan Allen Jr., right, he was, once it didn't work out with the Kansas City Athletics, um, the Milwaukee Braves, you know, they were interested in moving from Milwaukee, and there's a, you know, the big stadium just f- freshly built, got it done really quick, and uh, the the Braves moved here, and the first season was 1966, and Ivan Allen Jr. is uh, asked to throw out the first pitch to the first game that's sold out, and I had a, a note here uh, where Graham Waldrop, if you were around back then. Do you think you'd be calling? I uh, think be calling all those people going to the first game of a new team. You think you'd call them posers? Or uh... <laughs> that's a great question. <laughs> Look at all
1: these fucking oh. posers. Interesting. That's, that's oh,
0: a great wow. question because you got to think about it, right? There Just are no baseball teams in the South, right?
2: Yeah.
0: There are no. Well, not on. Not professional not on your, level. Right. There are no professional football teams really in the South at that right. point that I know of. So. I don't know if it's one of those things if I would have embraced it or not. I think I would have liked you it. Would've. I think I would have liked I'm it. I'm just trying to give you a little shit over. No, no, that, sure, but Larry I think I would have liked it. Reactions. But I could also <laughs> see myself back then being like, "How's Roger, man? I'm a loyal Yankees fan or something like that." Right. Because right. you know the Yankees were the team at the time. Right. And yeah. maybe I would have stayed loyal to them. Yeah. Or maybe not.
2: The Cardinals, I think, were around probably. Yeah,
0: maybe the Cardinals because they're a little geographically closer. Right. Who knows? Yeah. Um, so. it's it's wild to think about, like. Uh, Sidebar: mm-hmm. As when we had my mom on the show what, two, two years ago, and she was talking about why she moved to Atlanta was to be in a to live in a city with a professional baseball team. But she grew up a Yankees fan, and then, cool. you know, as we all know, she's diehard in the world Atlanta sports fan. So who knows? I don't know. I have yeah. no idea what mm-hmm. would have happened. Sorry. But I think I think I, if I lived here, I probably would have embraced the team.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, based yeah. off your history at Atlanta United, mm-hmm. I would disagree, Graham.
0: But, Adam, I don't care that much about soccer. It's different. Like, I've always loved baseball.
1: Right, right. Well, how do you know you would love baseball if there weren't a team in Atlanta? How I don't know. It was, you know it was more
0: would? so America's game back then. Everybody mm-hmm. had a baseball team. Everybody liked... Most people liked baseball. So I imagine I would have had a baseball team, and then I would have been interested in a baseball team being here, be able to go to games and shit. So I think you
1: should be a little more open-minded, Graham.
0: <laughs> I know, I'm know. i a very closed-minded individual,
1: Yeah.
0: and I need to... Just acknowledge that right. and try to better myself keep
2: your options open
0: okay? right okay I'm sorry I'm sorry if I offended you I'm sorry if I offended your woke ass
2: <laughs> anyway um yeah I know how to bait you a little bit with that no, that's line. fair <laughs> Um, oh, God, but, I was about to say I was like yeah. Holy
0: shit you like, time, was, was I like Alive like A different version Of me alive back then And you did some research okay, I,
1: thought, I, thought, I thought you were saying Graham Waldrop Was the guy who Caught the pitch For Ivan Allen <laughs>
0: How did that feel
2: oh, <laughs> I don't man. know man. Been daydreaming About baseball so much We're just Going back in time now Yeah Oh man But wouldn't we Just kill to Be watching a
1: game Braves probably have A Foxy. Saturday afternoon Game on Fox right now Right yeah.
0: and, and Florida Playing the Marlins.
2: Yeah. You know? Did you guys? I'm sure you knew this. I just, I didn't know it was called Truist Park now.
0: Yes, Truist Park. Yeah, we like talked about truest. that. It's, it's it's the new.
2: SunTrust Bank.
0: SunTrust and and SunTrust and
1: BB&T BB. have merged to become Truist Truist.
0: Oh. And they they misspelled Truist Instead of EST, it's IST. I don't know why. Okay, I don't know here. why companies like to do that. And that
1: though. was back in the good old days, though, where we complained about things like the name of the Braves Stadium. Right,
0: That's where that sure. was something to get upset about. And we're
1: like, man, when they're back in April, are we going to say we're going to Truest, the Truest? The I'm going tru-? to
0: the TP. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But which, which is offensive. I don't I like, care oh. what it's called. Yeah, it's like just you know you can call it shit stain Mountain That's Stadium right. when I go to it, <laughs> if if there was baseball. And, oh, safe. And, proper social distancing. and proper social distancing. I have the whole section to myself. Yeah. Yeah, and okay. I'm going to bring in my own hot dogs.
2: <laughs> um, I did want to uh, pass along some some really good points I found that from this article uh, written by Howard Bryant for ESPN.com back in 2011. This was on uh, continuing with like the the civil rights. Um, I don't know the way civil rights was intertwined. Uh, with pro sports right everything was in the mid 60's Um, so he wrote about Howard Bryant wrote about um, you know how Atlanta uh, once the Atlanta Braves started playing it was always uh, segregated seating was prohibited and there was shared restrooms right away so going along with uh, yeah going along with Ivan Allen Jr.'s kind of approach right integration
0: so what i think is actually interesting about that is that there was segregation in stadiums before that particularly in the 30s and uh st louis was among those um new york um the new york yankee stadium was so that's cool that it opened without segregation obviously but it's also fascinating to think about like you'd have different sections for I mean that's just that's just nuts to me like it's horrible like I don't, I don't well
1: then it wasn't that long ago you know huh.
0: like, yeah no it's like s- within,
1: our, within our parents lifetimes well in the right. 60s
0: yeah but in the 30s not so much but it's still like only like 70ish years ago your grandparents lifetimes. yeah grandparents lifetime yeah
2: two people ago right right nuts uh-huh. um okay continuing with the uh, well with the article from uh, Howard Bryant. It was called, by the way, it's called Atlanta Pro Sports and Integration. And he um, brings up some cool stuff about Hank Aaron's role in um, the kind of transition to Atlanta. And uh, Hank Aaron was from Mobile, Alabama um, and did not want to return south, just the way he was treated and the way he was seeing people treated. Um, You know, you can't really blame him, right? Mm -hmm. But I think other... Like black leaders at the time saw the potential in just because Hank Aaron was a huge star, so they saw the potential of him going to Atlanta and being successful there as a a black man, as a black player, and just what that could do. Um, You know, Hank Aaron, uh, from what I could tell, wanted to um, felt kind of guilty about not doing more of like in his position um, to help all the like the bigotry and segregation and all that right but uh he met with the leader of the NAACP he met with Martin Luther King Jr and they kind of urged him to give it a try and say this will be enough like your role in just playing for this team and kicking ass is gonna do big things for racial relations yeah and you know by all accounts it probably did I mean Think about the iconic home run when he passed Ruth. You know, you got two white guys went out there and pat him on the back. Right. Well,
0: what was crazy uh, to me about Aaron is is the fact that he was able to do that amidst death threats, amidst you know people just giving him so much shit, hate mail, threatening yeah, his family sure and all we that don't stuff. Know the half of I it, can't imagine going out there and trying to play a silly game at the highest. I mean, it's not a silly, but I mean at the end of the day, baseball is a silly game. But playing <laughs> a silly game at the highest level when you're under Death, you know, getting death threats for families could be in peril, and there's so many people that just hate you for how you look. I mean, the guy, there's so many great athletes in the history of Atlanta, but I don't think there's anyone who would ever disparage the name of Hank Aaron in any respect. Classy individual all the way through, and a heroic, brave person. I mean, Jesus Christ, I can't imagine what he went through. Yeah, I've never
1: heard anything negative about Hank Aaron. Everybody
0: hails him as just Mm -hmm. the greatest human that yeah. one of the greatest people that ever fucking walked the earth I mean the guy is yeah. just uh, an cool, impeccable person that's cool
1: though that it's like maybe he, maybe he felt like he needs to be like speaking out more yeah. but yeah. just like him being there was powerful enough yeah in, I mean his actions performing. his actions yeah.
0: spoke uh, multitudes in terms of he did it he's the home run champion you know this guy yeah from I did
2: see a line where um, in reading online where it said like he once the civil rights stuff got more like momentum nationwide, he started to take a little bit more of a stance, but still was feeling like he couldn't, he wasn't making it big enough mm-hmm. you know, with more of a stance, meaning like in, uh, press conferences and stuff, yeah. you know, trying to speak out against, uh, racist bullshit. Uh, speaking of racist bullshit, the <laughs> governor, the Georgia governor, Lester Maddox.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, this guy. He was this elected guy.
2: in 67 on a racist segregationist platform. So all this, talk about how good Ivan Allen Jr. is as a mayor of Atlanta years after I mean 67 he's this guy Maddox is uh, elected on a segregationist platform it's crazy. Well, he was directly after Ivan Allen Jr.? No so he's two a good, different positions. Was it, oh for governor. Yeah, governor. Yeah, Ivan got Allen was it, got mayor. it got it got it yeah. got it. Right. But that's just to tell you what the, the state of Georgia was like.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well similar to it now I suppose. Yeah. Yeah it doesn't change City that City of Atlanta. Right. Democratic mayor.
0: Yeah Republican governor.
1: Yeah. Yeah, Lester Maddox, he was a real piece of shit. Yeah. Like, full-on KKK type of guy. I yeah.
0: Thought, yeah. What was his impact on Georgia sports, if any?
2: I don't know. I just um, I didn't really go further into that. Oh, okay, um, sorry. I don't know too much <laughs> about him. I just thought it was, you know. Worth mentioning. Worth mentioning. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, so that's really all I have on the, uh, the Braves uh, coming to Atlanta. You know, the, they were just kind of off and running after that. Um, gained a lot of popularity, of course. Um, and then really took off in the 70s with the TBS nationally televised deal. Um, speaking of Ted Turner, though, I wanted to sneak this in here. Did you guys know that he was manager of the Braves for one game? Yes.
1: You, you know yeah, about this? Yeah. He I didn't know that, that. Game, yeah. yeah. So, uh, he,
2: and I guess he would have done it longer if they, there wasn't a
0: rule against right. that. <laughs> and the thing was, too, is that they sucked so much then during the 70s that I was just kind of like, fuck it. You know, why not? I own the team. Screw it at this point. Like, we got to try something new. (laughs)
1: Well, wasn't that when Bobby Cox was GM, or am I... That was a
0: little before Bobby's time. Bobby was more, I think, in the 80s as the GM. Yeah. And then, um, but I think in the 70s, I don't think anyone in in the current... Of of the Braves regime we know, you know, the 90s regime was part of the the organization at that point. Or if they were, I don't remember. Other than maybe Hank Aaron in some advisory capacity.
1: Yeah, that's a classic example of... uh an owner sticking their head like you, you want the owner you want an owner like Ted Turner for sure who's gonna just give you money for whatever you want but you don't like that's a bit of an Arthur Blank move like with Arthur Blank putting his like putting out in the press who, who we're gonna resign and all that yeah. so Ted Turner just like being like I oh, know I could I could coach these guys right. I, I, I got that covered just like Ted take a seat I think he was just desperate to just do something
0: because I mean like Ted Turner was one of those owners like like, I don't think of him in the same breath of Steinbrenner in terms of just being so psychotic in terms of wanting to win, but Ted Turner wanted to fucking win. Yeah. Like He didn't buy teams just to, you know, not that any owner does that, but you know, there's a lot of owners that will think financially first, and he was not one of those guys. He was like, the only reason he's going to think financially first is to put his team in a position to win, and that's what I always loved about Ted as an owner. Even though you know, he struggled and made some bad moves over the course of his career as an owner, he was always trying to win and did whatever he could to win. So I've re- I always respected them for that.
1: Who do you think is a better owner, Ted Turner or Liberty Media? That's the
0: dumbest question ever asked <laughs> in the history of Atlanta sports.
1: Even on this podcast? Even on this podcast. I've never asked a dumber question. No,
2: mm-hmm. never. Even though you did that as a joke, I know. But I know. That, was, that was a good one. <laughs> uh, for the record, that game, in case you are curious, Ted Turner when he was the manager. They lost, it, right? They lost, but Phil Nico pitched a complete game. Nuxie. Nuxie. Uh, which is impressive And they yeah they still lost they yeah. two I can't wait You pitch a complete game And you'll lose he, That's like I, That's uh, so depressing He pitched until happen. he was
1: like 49 Yeah Holy it, shit Yeah
2: Yeah. It's like
0: uh, He was the original Jamie Moyer And he was still pretty good Even when he was Almost fifty years old so. Good god I can't imagine that
1: Yeah I remember I saw some stat Where like He was like the oldest uh, Pitcher to throw A no hitter At like 41 or something And then he went on To pitch 8 more seasons After that
0: that's Insane <laughs> Well, that's the thing, too, is, like, his, his stuff wasn't predicated on, on throwing fast. Not many, not too many guys were back then, but especially with the knuckleball. I mean, that could put some stress on your elbow, but the fact that he wasn't throwing that hard, I think, <laughs> added to the longevity of his career, especially if that was your primary pitch. Oh, Knux. wish I could have seen him in person, man. He was a wizard.
1: I've met him in person. Have you? Have, you? have I not, Have I not told the story? I've about never heard the story. Where uh, when I was interning with the Gwinnett Braves – like, Nuxie was always, like, around that stadium. Like, the one of the bars there is named after him. Oh, cool. There's, like, a disgusting-looking... Like, this was s- it
0: Nux Fucks or something? Oh, Jesus.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you get your hamburgers Man. and dildos and no, whatever else you need. <laughs> there, there was, like, a, a sandwich called the Nuxie. It was, like, a burger with, like... Just like an ice cream scoop of like coleslaw on top of it. Is Jesus. Nasty <laughs> it sounds <laughs> yeah. disgusting.
0: If I were him, I would have consulted on that burger a little bit.
1: But uh, me and the guy I worked with, Brantley, we two both know, yeah. uh, we were having a debate on proper pitching form and whether or not you should step straight back, which I said. All right. And then Brantley said you should step off to the side. Okay. And we were going back and forth. I was pretty adamant that I was right because if you're stepping straight back, you're keeping your body in a tunnel. You're not getting outside like right. Brantley wanted to do. And then we see the Hall of Fame pitcher walking on the concourse. I mean, like, we're, there's no one else there. It's just me and Brantley and Phil Necro. And uh, we ask him. <laughs> yes. What did he say? He was so nice I was like, I was like, I don't know if I call him Phil or... Mr. Necro? I, I, I don't think I would call him Mr. Necro. All right, yeah, Hey, Bo. Probably Phil or <laughs> Bo, something like that. Uh, just asked him, I was like, hey, we're having a little pitching debate here. Like, uh, what, what would you Do say? Do you know
0: anything about this? So you, yeah. you really need someone to settle this debate. And
1: he, he agreed with me for, yeah. the, for the same reasons. Keep everything lined straight up. Yep. And I was like, all right, thanks, Bo. And then we moved on.
2: Fair. Sure. All right. So I'm so glad you brought up the Gwinnett Braves. I was really hoping for a chance to uh, work in this little rabbit hole that I went down. Nice. Really a stretch that's really the only connection to sports here. Um but I, I researched a little bit about Button Gwinnett. Mm.
0: You know oh, about yeah. him?
2: Yeah. His name is Button first of all. Right. But I, I didn't know <laughs> Gwinnett, County, about this guy. Gwinnett, County, Gwinnett County, County is named after him. Right?
0: Yeah.
2: And um wasn't he in so a shootout a or a duel or something?
0: Yes. Yeah. Yeah. L- okay. the dude sorry, 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 sorry,
2: sorry, yeah. sorry. You guys must have paid attention during uh, Georgia history. My dad
0: just that, told right? me about one time when we were driving <laughs> through Gwinnett County. He's like, you
2: know why it's called that damn
0: Hell Gwinnett yeah. And I was like, why? He's like,
1: I was putting son of a bitch,
0: it's in a damn duel. He got into blah, a blah, blah. duel, right. So he was a yeah. British-born And I, guy. I tuned him out the rest of the time. So I'm interested yeah. to hear the rest he of it. He was
2: a representative for Georgia to the Continental Congress, which is before, you know, the Constitution or anything. Signed the Declaration of Independence. So we're talking like nineteen fifties. Nineteen fifties. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he was a classmate of Ivan Allen Jr. Um, so he, he was elected provisional president of Georgia, seventeen seventy seven, and Gwinnett County named after him. Right, and then yeah, he was him and his his uh, I don't know co-worker buddy. I I didn't research this guy, but this dude. Um, they, unnamed. This unnamed guy <laughs> that killed him. They they tried to invade East Florida together and, they, and it failed and they both blamed each other. Invade <laughs> East Florida like yeah, with an to army. Get some more land. Like I don't know with some people. I don't. I guess Jesus God. Yeah. Got to work for that land. So. all places East Florida. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Didn't know what a dumpster fire it
1: was
0: yeah. down there.
2: <laughs> So, so him and his bro. That's tried all I really know about this story is that they they challenge each other to a duel because they got pissed off after the East Florida debacle. <laughs> yeah, some yeah. bitch. And, yeah. Wait, so that's how he died? And Gwinnett got shot and later died. Like, uh, yeah, that's intense. The wound.
1: I, yeah, I I think I only know about him from when the Gwinnett Braves were doing their rename, and the Gwinnett Buttons was one of the like finalists. Ah. Uh. Which yeah, is a terrible name for a baseball a horrible team. Name. What
0: they wind up being? The, the, the Strippers? strippers. Such yeah, a stupid name.
1: They, they really should have gone with the, the Gwinnett Waffle Batters.
0: That would have been great.
1: Yeah. Waffle House was incorporated in Gwinnett County. Yeah. That they didn't listen a, to me and John Rice. Real missed opportunity. Yep. What
2: are you going to do? No. Uh, damn marketing people think they know everything. Yep. Can I throw in one quick thing uh, about baseball before we move on to football? Please. Yes. Um... The Houston Astros, I believe, are also incorporated in '65. You know what their name was before the Astros? The bullets?
0: right? No, the even, uh, hold on, even let, better. Let me think. Uh, yeah, it's right. like it's like uh, the, uh, something really stupid. It was like the bear, like the
2: I don't know. I have the no Houston Colt '45. Colt '45s. 45s. Uh, I knew that's something to do with a gun. Great. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Very Texas. <laughs> Um, oh, wait, okay, I do have one more thing about baseball. The 66th season, I was trying to think, okay, is there anything noteworthy about the season besides being the first? This pitcher, Tony Cloninger uh, for the Braves, hit two grand slams in one game and had nine RBIs. Pitcher. Jesus, God.
1: Yeah. And That's now cool. we're not going to get the opportunity for that to ever happen because right. if baseball ever comes back, we're going to get the, the uh Is it the universal the DH, DH is going to happen? Yeah.
0: Like, will that be forever?
1: It would be for this year and next year, which means it's not coming back. Is that like a trial
2: period or something?
1: Yeah, but I, f- I feel like once once they go with it,
2: how can it's you go back?
1: back right. It, honestly, wouldn't it be bad for the Braves Then we don't have this little Johan Camargo, Austin Riley debate. Right,
0: we can have a DH. One of them can be the DH. Freddie can be Or, DH s- excuse me, Austin Riley will be the DH. Yeah,
1: sure.
0: Most of the time. So Camargo's a better defender. Yeah. Whatever.
1: If, if baseball. If baseball.
0: Happens. But that will never happen. Just talk, just even talking about what that are we got doing me. Talk about modern day. It got yeah, me. Yeah. It, it got me excited take for us a back second. With the buttons, <laughs> I yeah. want to learn more about this goddamn East Florida Crusade.
1: <laughs> yeah, I am intrigued at in that. Yeah, it was. Uh, where did I even find uh, that? That sounds shit. like just like they got drunk, got some friends together. They're like, let's go invade East Florida. Yeah, yeah like, they're like, they're fucking
2: weak down there. We're gonna go get their land. We're gonna they, go take they it. Fist pound each other. Yeah, like, classic let's Brits. Let's do right? it, Bo. Bo, yeah. Let's get after it, Bo. Um, Make sure you bring the ale. Yeah, that was I found that on New Georgia Encyclopedia, which is a great site for Georgia history. A shout out there. to New Georgia Encyclopedia. Yeah, that's right. Maybe they'd be a sponsor. <laughs> we'll tag. I'll tag them in the post, we'll see. <laughs> They're probably like a just waiting on donations, like PBS. Right. Or like, just, Hi, Bo. Uh, you want to uh, sponsor a <laughs> podcast? Like, no, we need all the fucking money we can get. You sponsor us. You sponsor us,
1: man. The, wait, what's it called? The Georgia? New Georgia Encyclopedia. The New Georgia, New Georgia Encyclopedia. Sponsored Encyclopedia. by, brought to you by Atlanta's own and Atlanta's. Ooh.
2: Who sponsors who? Yeah, who sponsors who?
0: Do we sponsor them and they sponsor we're, us? We both pay each other. No, now
1: we're sponsoring them.
0: <laughs> okay. So they don't sponsor us, though? No. Well, that's not beneficial to us.
1: Well, yeah, it gets our name out there. Uh, oh, I guess. Uh, at their. Okay.
0: Fair enough. Sponsorship
1: okay. goes both ways, Bo. Got it, Bo. Yeah. <laughs>
0: All right, let's move on to these that's silly falcons. Different. Let's
2: move on to these falcons and all right. Uh I'm talking about sponsorship opportunities that'll never <laughs> yeah, happen. Uh, okay, from <laughs> we're we're hypothetical. Well, sure. Uh, so move on to the falcons. I, I will apologize if I mix up the falcons and the hawks team names. Well, see, I've done that before. The
1: hawks, they play basketball. That's right. The falcons, right. they play football. The football. I think
2: yes. that's
0: a, I think that's right. I'm
2: aware but they're both birds, it you know, sometimes it get football, football it anyway, so. anyway, don't species
0: I'm, profile. Okay.
2: <laughs> yeah. I oh, ask yes, pieces, bro, violent. There's no thrasher uh, thrash. series. Yeah. Cancel me, is it? Yeah. yeah. Yes. Hashtag Jeff is canceled. Cancel Wardo. Cancel Wardo. <laughs> uh, all right. So I don't have as much information on the Falcons. Um, uh, let's see. Now that the stadium is built, let's just start 66, right? Um, the AFL and the NFL both vied for uh, rights for the new stadium. And uh, the NFL commissioner, Pete Rozelle, um, came down to Atlanta, met with Mayor Allen, Jr. and Rankin Smith, who was the first owner of the Falcons. I'm sure you guys know that. Yeah. They all met together and sealed the deal uh, for, you know, the NFL, right? Because they were choosing between the AFL and the NFL. Correct? That's correct. The right, so two yeah. leagues back then. Yeah. Um, when was the the merger? The
0: it's either like the well, thing about it. there's 54 Super Bowls. I don't know, 70s, okay. 60s, something okay. like that. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> okay.
2: So they got in the NFL just that's around time. that talk, yeah, no, time. Yeah, something
0: about that, yeah. Okay. Or were there Super Bowls before the merger? I don't know.
1: Yeah, probably right around when Lester Maddox was governor of Georgia. I'm going to say that's when the so 50 Bulls. Super oh, Bowls. Oh,
2: let's not yeah. mark our history by that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, facts are facts. The um, name, the Falcons, did you ever uh, think about where that came from? You know the story or anything? I do not. Okay, so. There was a contest as, you know, damn it, Gwinnett Waffle yeah, batters would have been good. The, the, the,
1: exactly. Okay.
0: Was there a duel to decide who would, what the, <laughs> what the name would be? And, and in honor of the failed East Florida yeah, Crusade. Somehow East
2: Florida was involved. East, what does East <laughs> Florida even mean? Like
0: Jacksonville? I love that term, East Florida. I just never heard anyone talk about it.
2: Right, right. East so Florida. Many uh, con- uh, people. I don't know what you call it. Contestants in the contest? Contestants, I guess. Yeah. Many people put in the name Falcons. Okay. And... What
1: was the significance of it? The
2: award... Well, I'm sure they got inspiration from all the Falcons that, you know, cruise around these. Actually, gorgeous actually, guys. I actually
1: know the answer to that because yeah? uh, Falcons are brave. And heroic, and when they latch onto their prey, yeah. they don't drop it. Dude, you know. You, so, you, you so, do know. Hell so, yeah.
0: um, so, this is a bad name for this right, franchise. So it's a <laughs> so really bad name for this franchise, considering we it? drop our prey all the fucking time.
2: Well, maybe. Uh, maybe we should be renamed. Optimistic name. The Falcons
0: need to be renamed. Maybe this, that'll
2: help them. This lady, Julia Elliott, was the one that came up with that, um, that explanation. So, she won. It shows her because of her explanation over everybody else. Um, I have a quote from her, I believe. Um, maybe I don't. Know. Adam, I think you got it. Oh, no, here it is. Yeah, the Falcon is proud and dignified with great courage and fight. It never drops its prey. It's deadly and has a great sporting tradition. That's
0: a great idea. Mm-hmm. Poorly executed <laughs> over the 50-plus years we've had this franchise. Right.
2: With the
1: not-drop prey, I just think of all the open field missed tackles oh. I've seen over my life.
0: Especially in the Dan Quinn era, which is ironic considering his defensive prowess supposedly. Indeed, Grant. No,
2: indeed. I got to some sad sack fans. (laughs) We are.
0: Well, we don't. We have one championship in 50 years. I know. Well, I guess two if you count MLS. It's not warranted or anything. Yeah, yeah.
2: I just. Sorry, uh, listeners that are also as frustrated with Atlanta sports. No. Yeah.
1: It's even more frustrating not having not it. Not having it, Cause especially because you got... Because now all we have is our history to sit back on. Right. History's shit.
2: For the most part. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Speaking of shit, uh, the <laughs> first season, the Falcons were, were a team. It was rough. It was rough, yeah. So they were an expansion team, so the draft went like... This was kind of confusing, but they had the first and last pick in each of the first five rounds, and then rounds six through Snake 20. Draft. Yeah, the, six through 20, Atlanta picked first in those rounds. Jesus, and we still suck. And they still suck. Unbelievable. Yeah. Um, and then no, and then they got, I don't know if this is right. Forty-two more players from each of the fourteen NFL teams in the expansion, expansion draft that draft. was held three yeah. months later. Okay. Good God, that checks out. Yeah. Um, but it's it's all like dump.
0: Shit yeah, players. I mean, you think about like when the Diamondbacks and Tampa Bay Devil Rays were established, right? They got a lot of castoffs. Yeah. yeah what else are you gonna know, do? I mean, Wade Boggs at the end of his years. career, you know, guys. They did like get that. this Wade guy. Boggs
1: was a uh, he's a Devil Diamondback?
0: Ray. Dev, Devil Ray. I oh, no, he's a Devil Ray. Uh, yeah. all... I'm, I'm putting them together. It's just like you're getting a bunch of either older players. Fred McGriff. Crime Dog. Yeah, he was there.
1: What, what was the old guy? Uh, the pitcher that the movie was about, the Disney movie. Oh, the rookie. Uh, Jim Morris. Jim
0: Morris. Yeah, yeah he was yeah. there. Mm-hmm. Um. I had a question for you, Jeff. It'll come to me later. Go ahead. Okay. I have a question
1: for yeah. Graham. All right. Do you know who the Falcons' first selection was? No. They had the first pick of that draft. Mm-hmm. First ever Falcon. Tommy Novus.
2: All-time great Falcon. Yeah. no That was a good pick. I was going to assume you guys knew it, uh, who he was. Great. Yeah. It started uh, linebacker. With, yeah. No. From Texas and the Ring of Honor. Rookie of the Year. He's he in the, the, the Raptors Raft- Bowl
1: first year. He's in the Raptors down at the. Yeah. The, the, the Ring of Honor. Sick. Side note, it's kind of exciting that the New Orleans Mercedes-Benz stadium is getting renamed.
0: Yeah, now we're the only Mercedes-Benz I'm so good with it. That feels okay. a little better. Yeah, I'm, I'm happy about that.
2: Yeah. It's a
1: much better stadium yeah. than, than that dump down there.
2: <laughs> yes. So you know about Tommy Nobis. That's good. Um, let's see. What else do I have here? Yeah, they lost the first nine regular season games. True to Their Atlanta. first win was, as I'm sure you know, I don't. Okay, the New York Giants. Oh, beat the Giants. Yeah, okay. I imagine being the Giants and just. You know, I don't know. Somebody's so, got so it. So they went to wins. 1 and 9 with that win?
0: Giants must, have, so. Giants must have sucked that have year. They
2: turned their overall record. They said record. they lost the first nine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know how many games they played back then. I don't think they played 16 games no, like they do like now. I think, think it's 14. 14. Oh, yeah, 14. No. So they lost. In the first three seasons, they lost at least 11 games. That fact. Mm. Oof. Um, the first home victory came on December 11th, so that was the first year. They won 16-10 to 10, um, against the St. Louis Cardinals in front of 57,000. Wow. Impressive. Played a baseball
1: team. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's, that's the, the only way what? they can win. <laughs> 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 that's it. And now
0: the Falcons shared Fulton County with the Braves. Right. Right. That's correct.
2: it was, a, it was just called Atlanta. Atlanta stadium. Stadium, Fulton County Stadium. Yeah. yeah. It was just called Atlanta Stadium. Oh, it was Atlanta Stadium. Yeah. A at changed yeah. to Fulton County. Yeah. Right. I found this thing on Falcoholic. Uh, yeah, great, website, great right? site. You know. um, about their the first year's training camp. Found this to be pretty funny. Up in Black Mountain, North Carolina. Oh man, man, that's a long way away. Yeah. From what Atlanta. you know about Black Mountain? <laughs> I'm just saying it's North Carolina. It's at <laughs> okay. least four or five hours. Sure. Maybe three. Right. So it it sounded like it was pretty pretty crappy. Right. Hot in the summer. The field wasn't even mowed properly um the players threatened to go on strike if the food wasn't improved jesus yeah. so bad lots of mosquitoes you know and then also little booze involved mm. oh, they booze. funny story well, yeah they're you know they're uh, trying to make the best of their situation i guess uh running back alex hawkins huh. how about that name oh no falcons hawks okay <laughs> <laughs> sorry, 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 sorry. Running back Alex Hawkins was found Drunk on the back of a watermelon truck At 5am by his head coach <laughs> <laughs> Sounds yeah. like a good time Oh for real Really back of a kicking watermelon off the franchise properly yep. yeah. oh, That was before the first season <laughs> Yeah, drunk
1: That's fantastic
0: yeah. So I have a question for you in all your research Okay. Did you discover Any sort of odd shit About the establishment of the Falcons Or Braves that would make them cursed a la you know we we know about the red sox curse curse of the bambino uh we know about the goat curse chicago that was broken both those curses were broken and not to say the falcons and the well the falcons are cursed sure the Braves at least have one world series was there anything that would that would say okay we can at least have some tangibility to the reason why we like to choke
1: I, harder than just, any other city, just trying to get some sleep and for at
0: professional night, sports. Yeah, but I, is there anything that mean. we can put that on, or is it just we are fucking cursed?
1: I think it's a no-brainer, Graham. It's, it's Dan Button, Gwinnett. It is East Florida Crusade. <laughs>
0: Crusade. All right, we're gonna. That's the reason. All right, you heard it here first. If there's ever was a reason for us to suck or to choke or anything, it's because of the goddamn failed East Florida Crusade. It set the precedent for failure in Atlanta.
1: I mean, that's why the Marlins have won multiple World Series. Right. They- fought off they fought off net. in goddamn east florida and then they get world series and we get
0: one shit. they got two we have one and yet would you think anyone would say that the florida marlins is a better franchise or florida slash miami marlins are a better franchise than the Braves?
1: no because we're the longest continually
0: continually operating
1: put it on
2: the franchise. right right <laughs> <Do it. laughs>
0: but i'm just saying you would never expect that and yet they have more world series than us and at the end of the day that's all that counts and that sucks because that organization sucks it's a
2: bad franchise. Oh, Why man. do they have more World Series than we do? To answer your question, though, Graham, I didn't find anything like that. Yeah. But you know what? It's probably one of those things that just didn't get recorded or is right. not easily available, available s- online. Struck They're it from the record book. Something. I mean, the 60s, you know, it could have been a, some shady shit going down that just wasn't passed along. And we'll, maybe we'll never know. The world may never know. But might die with history, Graham. You know? Yeah. Wow. But I think you're onto something. There probably was an event. It's got to be a curse. I like, like the that. Button
0: Gwinnett curse. The East Florida failed. East yeah, Florida great. crusade.
2: mean that's,
1: that's it. That's that's my fact of the podcast. That's probably what
2: Dan. That's probably what Dan, Kru- that that's probably what Dan
0: yeah. was thinking about after he lost the Super Bowl. He's like, "Goddamn, Button Gwinnett. If he had just won
2: that crusade. Then
0: we would have won the fucking Super Bowl."
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> Adam, how much happier would you be right now if we'd won the Super Bowl?
1: Probably about the same.
0: I don't think I'd be a lot happier. I'm I think pretty, I,
1: I'm pretty even keel for that's, the most that's part. That's fair.
0: I think I'd be like I would not view life uh, as, as uh, with as much negativity as I do. I, I hate think. to
1: say this for a uh, you know a guy who co-hosts an Atlanta sports podcast, but I feel like you glorify championships a little bit.
0: I think so. <laughs> it's because I don't really have a lot of experience with. it. I okay. just don't know. Like I mean, like as a Carolina basketball fan, I've experienced it and I love that. But I definitely love the Falcons and the Braves and the Hawks more than Carolina basketball at this point in my life. So it's like. I don't remember the 95 World Series that much. And I just think, maybe it really isn't all that's cracked up to be, but I just I think about how sweet that would be to have one of my teams. I spent tons of money on going to games, merchandise, and just emotional investment. Hundreds of thousands of hours probably at this point. I just, I just, I just want it so bad for, for, for myself, for you, for anyone who's a, a fan of Atlanta sports. I know United... Has won, which is great. <laughs> I just don't <laughs> care that much about soccer, and that's selfish of me. I'm happy that Arthur Blink has done what he's done with Atlanta United, but I just—if one of those three teams could just win another championship, I think I'd be—I think I'd be happier. But that also says a lot about me that maybe I'm a, just a—that's ridiculous that I'm I'm staking happiness on a fucking sporting team. Well, no, I'm not staking all of it. I'm just saying I think I'd be a little happier because I love it so much. Walk a little bit taller. Yeah, I, I, I'd, I'd be able to hold my head up. I wouldn't slouch as much in the morning when I got up.
1: <laughs> yeah. You, you put that bumper sticker on your car.
0: I have the 95 World Series bumper sticker I mean, on my and car. And then
1: you can put a 2021 on there.
0: Right, that would be great. Even if the Braves, if the baseball happens and the Braves win a 50-game season, I'll be like, fine.
1: That would be so we true for Atlanta, win. though, because, like, for me, the piece of winning a championship I want is going out to bars and watching these games yeah. and being around other fans.
0: Right, and just, like, so, high five and So we nuts. would
1: win in, like, the year where you have to, like we, watch. right. Inside, you know, you know, um, inside. Last, yeah.
0: you know who the last, you know the last baseball team to win a shortened season World Series was, our shortened season, yeah, in a shortened season, the last team to win a World Series,
1: Toronto Blue Jays,
0: the Atlanta Braves '95. Oh, the '95 season. season was a little short; it was still like 130 games or something uh, like that. But it's because of the strike
1: That bodes well. from
0: '94. So maybe I like that history could repeat itself. You never know.
1: I like that stat, Graham. All right positivity right and I'm not wow
0: and it's not to say I'm like some like you know just absolute morose motherfucker but it's just I just I love sports so much I just want to see my teams win and everybody who's a fan it's not unique but I just think I do put I think you're right I do glorify a little too much
1: yeah
0: we had a major breakthrough here today this is good
1: that's what we're here for yeah thank you well, thanks, Jeff, for joining us yeah, and like was, giving us some fun facts to yeah, talk about. It was fantastic. Graham and I have been in a bit of a rut ourselves.
0: Yeah, especially creatively when it comes to the show.
1: So,
2: thanks for having me,
1: guys. Yeah, I mean, I mean you've taken more notes for this one episode than I have for
0: <laughs> three years. The, yeah, three and a half years, whatever it's yeah, been at this point. So
1: that that was, that was huge. Yeah,
2: sure. Happy to contribute and uh, my you guys took my podcast virginity. So Ooh. yeah, uh, it feels I, good. It I feels it good to inside you me. To do a little research my shirts off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. that's
0: right. Once he started talking about high school teachers, I was like, oh yeah, fuck yeah, oh, baby. Oh, come on. <laughs>
1: oh, There's lines, and Graham just crossed it.
0: No, oh, he's a high school teacher. You took your shirt off oh, after teacher. he said that. Yeah, high school teacher. You sick fuck. <laughs> <laughs> that was a great misinterpretation. <laughs> well, thank you, everybody, for listening. Uh, we hope you are doing well out there. Um, we'll see you next time. Uh, Until then, rise up, chop on, stay in Brotherhood, unite and conquer, and remain true to Atlanta. Hospitominous, Sip.
1: Hospitominus Sip.